This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Oh, you're here with Nathan and Jason. And so my name is Nathan Seward. This is my brother, Jason Seward. Yep. And we're here to record a podcast on transformation because we both are incredibly passionate about transformation. And I highly recommend if you're really interested and passionate about something to find a brother that's really into it as well. <laughs> yeah, that's always the first key. That's my key first step. piece of advice is get the right brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel the same. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, so this podcast is mainly going to be about transformation uh, we're not going to get too detailed about what the podcast is or who it's for or what it's about because we really want to stay open to what is going to come through us and what message wants to come through us yeah. to the people. Yeah. And for me, talking about transformation, transformation is uh, a phrase that gets bandied around, I think, quite easily. Yeah. But it's quite specific in the um, context that I use it in, in that – it's not change. It's not about change. We change a lot of things all the time. We we try to change our diet so that we can lose weight. Um, we change. We maybe change our partners if we're not happy with our partner. Uh, but transformation is about fundamentally shifting the way we experience life. Yeah, that's right. And it's the opposite of linear. So change can be linear. Um, we expect if it takes this long to get to this point, it's going to take the same amount of time to get to a different point, but transformation is in a minute, in a second. Yeah, it can happen in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't it's not necessarily effort based. No. It's mind based. Yeah, it's mind based. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we really want to talk about here. And what I love about transformation is it's not relative to one topic. So we're not just talking about um, how to be more effective as a leader. Mm. or how to um, be uh, more present in your relationship. Those things are really interesting and they're really important. But transformation kind of sits a level above those, I would say, where Mm. it's like if we can transform who we are in life, then all of those things will shift and change automatically. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, how we do one thing is how we do everything. So who we're being is the most important thing. And because we are going to be in all the different situations that we encounter during our day or our week. So who we be is the most important thing, isn't it, Nate? Yeah. What's the difference? Like, so for you, how do you think about – it's something I've, I've thought about a lot lately is trying to distinguish between being and doing. Um, so this is a really key component of transformation is understanding the difference between being and doing. Uh, this might be a new concept if you're like – if you haven't heard this before. Mm. But even for me, it's something I think is interesting to kind of flesh out. When we're talking about transformation, we're normally talking about a shift in being. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, good question. Um, being is like the I, – I look at it like being calm or being responsible or being easygoing. They're not really actions. Mm. They're actually a part of who we are. It's sort of like the underlying, I don't know, maybe the underlying commitment. Is that the right word? Like what we're committed to being before we take any action. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. because doing is an action, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I, it, doing kind of, you and I are both 
you know, so, so a little bit of background quickly. So I've been a coach for about five years. So I work as a transformational coach, which again, to speak to this, I work one-on-one with people to help them transform their experience of life so they can create whatever they want in their life. You're also deep in this work. Yeah, um, mainly been doing a lot of men's work in the last couple of years, running a weekly men's group, um, looking at who we're being as men yeah. um, in the community, in our workplaces, particularly in the family, as parents. It's really um, important to me with four sons. Um, so, yeah, and also I've done a little bit of coaching, but a lot of courses, a lot of doing as well. So trying to bring – actually, mainly I've been bringing the doing into my being. Is that, is that too twist, you know, yeah. too tongue-twisted? But, like, so the more um, the more transformation I bring to myself changes who I am being and who I be. So personally for me, I've noticed I've become a lot calmer. I can sit at the traffic lights, and if someone's not going on a green, I just sit there. And I just wait. That's transformation for anyone who's had road rage. Um, you know, we're very action based, like hurry up, get going. So yeah. Um it's, it's definitely also yeah. it's also your transformation has shifted your business. So you're a successful entrepreneur, you have a recruitment company, and the way you know, <laughs> business is one of the places where transformation, I think, has the biggest impact because we're forced to be somebody as an entrepreneur. We have people relying on us. We have to keep this whole machine operating. Um, yeah, so transformation has really helped you in business, isn't it, in a lot of ways? Oh, massive. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on <laughs> yeah. that. Well, that's something to look <laughs> The ups and to. downs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the reason I just wanted to give some background on us is that Jason and I will often have these conversations uh, just like we're having now, and just sort of compare notes to how we're experiencing people, how we're experiencing the world. And one thing that I know rubs us both up the wrong way, speaking of being and doing, is sort of a tips and tricks mentality. And so I was the master of that. Yeah, maybe that's why it annoys yeah, us, right? Yeah. The projection. It's like when we see things in other people that we used to do or we still do, probably. Yeah, well, that's right. I always thought that the more tips and tricks I could learn, that I could put them into action. Yeah, that's exactly right. But it's, then I had to commit them to memory. That, <laughs> <laughs> but how many tips and tricks can you hold in your mind at any one time? Yeah, I've yeah. got this certain situation going on. Right, into my bag of tips and tricks. What am I going to use? Yeah. And it, it just didn't work. It yeah. got me a certain way, got me a certain amount of um, results. But boy, when you're just being who you want to be, the rest just flows, as you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good example. It might be in, in business or in, in your work or in selling. Maybe you have a bear, a scarcity being, which yeah. is like I'm scared of running out of money. Um, yeah, I'm scared of spending too much money. I'm scared that my money will um, – that I won't make another deal. And so my being is scarcity. There's not enough money. I'm going to run out. But – the tip I might have a whole bunch of tips and tricks that says, "Hey, if you say these three lines at the end of your sales conversation with your prospect, then that will close them. And if you, um, you know, if you invest in Bitcoin at this level, then you'll make this much money. And so we're operating from a whole bunch of tricks. How can we make more money? But the underlying being is from scarcity. Mm. So ultimately, either we'll continue to create scarcity somehow." Or no matter how many tips and tricks we use to get money to fight off scarcity, it will never be enough. 
It will never feel like enough. It will never be satisfying. We'll never be fulfilled with the amount of money we have because our being is completely misaligned. Oh man, how true is that? And, and that's that's never been true for me. That's just an example I'm using for <laughs> <laughs> you know for the average person yeah, that has a scarcity yeah. mentality. For me, I was born with an abundance. <laughs> <laughs> full of shit. Yeah, this is something I, I still battle with every day is a scarcity mentality. So yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk about what we battle with today, though. <laughs> that's not no. what this is about. No, that's not right. yet. Yeah, don't share too much personal stuff. Yeah, actually, so yeah, yeah. And you're <laughs> you're right though. Um, context is decisive. That's that's what's going on there. No matter what you try and layer over the top of the, your context for life or for scarcity or. You know, any of those examples, it's always going to shine through. And mm. that's, I think, we see that a lot in the world, don't we, where people are constantly frustrated or let down or don't get it or don't understand, like they're pushing. It's like, um, what's that analogy with the you, you're pushing but you're also getting pulled? The pushing versus pulling analogy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always like It's like an Abraham one. Hicks thing where she's talking yeah. about um, – if you're a locomotive, if we're a train and we're trying to create something, every time you have uh, a positive being or a, an abundant being, you add an engineer to the train, like an engine to the train. Yeah. And every time you have a negative thought, you're adding a train pulling completely the opposite direction. Yeah, nice. So that's a good example to say like a lot of people, they might be starting to get into the realm of getting their being right, but they've still got a whole bunch of beliefs that mm. haven't quite aligned with that. Mm. So nothing changes. And it's like, why is nothing changing? I'm trying this, I'm doing that, I'm doing my gratitude practice every day, and but I'm still stuck. Yeah. It's because you might have equally opposing beliefs. Yeah, beliefs. opposing beliefs, yeah. So how do we, how do you do, how do you transform? Or how do you change the being? Well, if you just sign up for Nathan's three-step <laughs> process for transforming your being. Yeah, $2.99. Um, yeah, exactly, $2.99. It's $2.99. Eight-week program. <laughs> And then um, you too can have transformation in your life. <laughs> um, gosh, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Mm. And it's probably not an easy one, but we'll attempt to answer that, I suppose, um, over the course of this this show. Yeah. Good idea. Where would you start? That's a good question. Um, I would always start with the end goal in mind. Mm. Like what do I actually want? I do believe that a lot of people don't actually think about what they want. Like we think about the how too much rather than just going, what would I want? Yeah. If I could have anything I wanted, what would it be? And so, actually so defining like The conversation that. might be like, oh, sure, I'd love to have a million bucks, but there's no way, you know, I, I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd have to, I'd have to rip off poor people or do, <laughs> immediately all the. And why would you want a million bucks? That's actually, you know, the want is underneath it. You don't just want a million dollars. You want what a million dollars can get you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and to go back to the previous conversation that we just had, I want a million dollars so I don't have to feel scarcity anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's all operating just to cover up something. I'm the running scarcity. from something yeah. as opposed to creating towards something. Yeah. I'm running away from a fear of being poor instead of running towards the feeling of abundance and the mm. experience of what that abundance will provide for my life. Oh, man, that feels good. Doesn't it? Yeah. And also people spend more time or can spend more time planning their annual vacation than they actually spend on planning what they want, their, how they want their life to look. Yeah, because I think 
potentially we don't we don't we we don't know that what's possible. Mm. Basically, I think, including you and I, we still mm. our view of what we think is possible for our own life is still probably small because we're human. Yeah. Um. But I'm not sure we realize what's possible, and maybe we certainly don't know about that. The average person probably doesn't know that this form of transformation is available to get it. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But it is. We're here to tell you it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we both have a deep belief that you can create anything for your life that you want Yeah. through this process we call transformation. Jason and Nathan. So maybe we just dwell on that for a little bit of like, how do you find out what you want? How do you create what you want? How do you actually know? You know, sometimes like I'll start working with someone and they'll go, well, I said I wanted that, but I don't know if I actually do want it. How do you know? What you want is actually what you want. I think you do know. I think, or maybe you don't, but like, I think we tied up in the how. So we kind of shut out, we keep ourselves small because we only look as far as our logical brain can think we could achieve it. What's that saying? Whatever man can believe, conceive, conceive and be- believe he can achieve. Yeah. And I think it's the believing bit in there. We can conceive a lot, but it's the believing that we can actually have it. Mm. Mm. Because I'd have to say that's what I've worked on a lot, is actually believing that I can have something. Mm. And it's, um, what do they say? You can't fool yourself. So it's like, I I believe I can have it. And then the mind's like, well, no, you can't. Or how are you going to do it? And so it's that constant battle, isn't it? Yeah, that's what you you and I talk about a lot because I struggle with that. I'm a very logical person, um, so I'm very I can be very analytical and very logical. And sometimes this type of creation requires you to be a little bit more. Um, well, put set logic aside. I don't know what the the opposite of that is, but kind of sit in. Maybe I can do this, or sit in the fact of what would it be like if I did create this for my life rather than oh I could never there's no chance that I could do that no one wants to work with me how could I ever achieve that so yeah yeah remember um starting small and you wanted to create that hundred dollars yeah and then you got the evidence yeah you actually got a hundred dollars came in yeah and yeah yeah that's right that's that was like a good a good um way to work around my logical brain was to go yeah i don't actually believe i could generate a million bucks into my life but what do i believe i could generate well i i could generate a hundred bucks i think i could generate that i could create that i could manifest it and so start small and then once you see that come in there's a little bit of belief and you go ah cool and do you think you could do a thousand yeah it feels a little bit of a stretch but i think i could generate a thousand bucks and then go from there. So, yeah, we can't fool ourselves. We can't fool ourselves. So it's not a matter of blind believing so mm. much, is it? Mm. Because then if I say, hey, I'm going to buy a 10-bedroom, $10 million house this year, but I know I've got $12.50 in my bank account <laughs> and I've never spent $10 million or made $10 million on anything, then, okay, I've declared that thing, I've added that, engine to the front of the train but i have 20 engines Mm. of belief pulling the opposite direction Mm, good point that's the problem 
Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it, this is a um, this is a good point to have an ad for coaching because having your own coach is, I think, is the only way you can actually pull this apart. It's a quite challenging to do this on your own to sit here and trying to figure out exactly what you want. Whereas if you have someone that's a an expert at guiding you through this process that can help you see some of these beliefs that can help you actually help you dig deeper and find out what you truly want it's invaluable so very quick aside little little ad for coaching there to say man if you can get your own transformational coach to help you with this process oh that's gold yeah and we've both done a lot of coaching like had our own coaches yeah and done you've done a lot of coaching i've done a little bit of coaching but it's it is actually transformative because you've got someone holding their vision yeah I've had the experience where just doing this part of it, right, which is just creating what I want, has been transformative. Yeah. Where I've allowed myself, somebody, you know, having a coach sit in front of me that's allowed me to actually say out loud deeply what I actually Mm. want. Mm. For me, it was um, a partner. So, uh, you know, I'm gay, you're um, straight, and I, um, I really want a loving, connected marriage to, you know, my mm. husband mm. and saying that even now feels like a little bit i can feel the part of me that's like oh yeah nice idea mm. but you know i've got a list of 50 reasons why that's not possible you're not um, alone in that yeah that's right <laughs> but i can feel the first time i actually declared that and i say i've got a list of 50 things it's that's not actually that alive for me right now mm. i really am you've done a lot of work totally on and i really am in the being of that i have that mm. that 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 relationship and um that was quite scary for me to admit to admit that or even declare that i wanted it Mm. i like to be the cool guy that just everything just happens and i'm not too worried you know whatever comes into my life is fine you know if i don't get someone that's fine but actually to go no you know what i really am worthy of and desire a really loving deeply connected relationship with a really awesome human being in my life. Like I really am worthy of that. That was transformative, just being able to declare yeah, that. Yeah. And good segue back to the being because I remember when you started saying, well, I have to actually be that person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whereas you were taking the actions in the other directions like we all can do yeah. and have done. Yeah. But actually – um not doing some things so that you could be the kind of person that can have that result. Yeah. 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 So for me, that would be like, um, you know, hooking up with people, like just hooking up with strangers that weren't necessarily that person that I envisaged. Yeah. So, um, how, yeah. Ma- how many? <laughs> um, <laughs> Please don't answer uh, that. <laughs> Let's say three. Look, I haven't got enough fingers and toes, yeah. but, um, yeah, look, it's you know giving up that behavior because it's like if if I want to be someone that's in a loving, committed marriage, um, that's mm. not the way that person would act. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, that's not the way that person would act. Yeah, how would they act? You know, that um, if you want to connect a relationship, you have to know how to connect with people. So you'd have to be very open, be vulnerable. Um, you'd have to take responsibility for yourself for your triggers, for your traumas. You have to yeah. really own your own life and who you are. So those are the examples of like some of the things I had to lean into. How can I be those things more in my life? They're all the scary things, by the way. Are they? No. Well, the things that we don't do naturally, maybe. Hey. Yeah. yeah. 
again, I think probably just from not knowing mm. or being taught something else, you know. Or yeah, maybe just not good examples around. Yeah, not not yeah. had it modelled right. Yeah. Um, we, you know, it, transformational coaching, one of the tenets of transformation is that you take responsibility for your life. That's so, the best thing for life. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, the the first stage and, and where most of humanity lives is in the drama stage, which mm. is mm. Um, why is this happening to me? Why did she do that to me? Why is mm. he such a prick? Why is he Reactive. such a bitch? Yeah. You know, um, why why does my why, – I'm so unlucky. You know, why, does, why do things never go my way? And if you look at TV and movies, it's all based on that. Yeah. It's, we call it drama. You know, I'm going to watch a drama tonight because we want to see, you know, victim-y, reactive oh people. Yeah. If you watch any, like, Real Housewives, I love it um, because of you, but I love it. I've never watched that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be too cool around here. We're all friends. Um, yeah, but any of those reality TV shows, we love the drama. They oh, intentionally true. put people mm. on there that are um, victim-y and dramatic and reactive and you know, get triggered easily because we love watching drama. Yeah, no one wants to see a loving couple having a great time. A connected conversation. Every, yeah, getting everything of their dreams. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be boring. It's so funny, isn't it? Like, isn't we it? don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, so that's at one end of the spectrum, and it's where most of us live is in victimhood, like things are happening to me, mm, drama. Mm. Um, whereas as we move into taking responsibility, we might say, what's my role in this? How did I create that situation with that person? And then when we go right to the level of transformation, we're asking questions like, um, what's the lesson here? What's the gift in this situation? What, what am I trying to be taught here? What's this, you know, oh, um, my partner cheated on me or something like that. Uh, obviously a really tough situation, but once we're through the pain or the trauma of that, we can ask, you know, what what was trying to be created? What's trying to come through me? Where am I trying to be pointed to? Was I playing small in that relationship? Did I actually know that it wasn't aligned, but I was kind of choosing to stay because I was scared to leave? So mm. actually what's happening is actually perfect. It's taking me towards um, my highest calling. Boy, isn't that true? Yeah. yeah. You hit on some really good stuff there, though, like taking responsibility, not taking things personally. It's like the four agreements, isn't it? Mm. Um, they're quite high level things aren't they really that can actually and I'm sure we'll talk about them as time goes on but they're the kind of things that do start to create a life yeah. rather than be living a reactive life which is the drama isn't it it is reacting to everything yeah every little thing yeah and triggers are a big one you know so learn to love the triggers oh I don't that's helped me <laughs> <laughs> it's helped me a lot. Yeah. But yeah, they but that, it's another one because, you know, when someone says something that really pisses me off, mm. I want to get angry at them. Yeah. And I want them to not do that. Mm. But who's the one that's getting pissed off? Mm. And why am I getting pissed off? And what's happened? And what? It's nothing to do with that person. It's they are hitting on a wound, picking at a scab mm. of an old wound mm. that I haven't he healed with, of something I don't love yet about myself, and I'm reacting to it. I don't do that. No, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, question for you. I remember this was 
give us a little bit of a background of your relationship history in terms of marriages and stuff. Because oh I my goodness, is, make a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking drama. of drama, yeah. But I think this is a um, really relatable for a lot of people. What you've been through in your relationships. Give us a rundown. Um, of I'll what, give you the short, short version. But yeah. um, married and divorced twice. Um, one son to my first wife and three sons to my second wife. Amazing sons, if they ever listen to this. They're just amazing. But I'm, of course I would say that. Um, yeah, just no connection. You know, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about connection uh, over the time. But basically uh, didn't know what I was doing at all with my first marriage. Um, and then because I was young and I think that might be quite normal. And then in my second marriage, I was basically using tips and tricks. And I didn't have connection. I didn't even know about connection. If it wasn't hydraulic or electric, I didn't know there was such a thing as human connection. And so learning about that's been very transformative for me because um, it's way more fulfilling. And I can see what I, I can see the lessons and I can see where I went wrong and how, um, yeah, it's a good point because it's, n- it's not about the doing. I did a lot of great things and we had a lot of great fun. And I would never take any of it back. But who I was being in those relationships, I would never want to go back and be that person. Because the person that I am now is a completely different person. Yeah. Mm. I remember um, after your second marriage, you – I mean, that's hard, right? Very hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's an understatement. Everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was something in you where you went – I have to look at myself, huh. you know, so I'm speaking to the 100% responsibility piece. What was that decision? Yeah, you're right. I realized it was me. I couldn't blame anyone else. I was like, shit, this is not working again. Um, and I've since done a lot of work on that, so now I actually know why. But at the time I was like, shit, it's me. I have to go and look at myself or I'm just going to repeat this pattern. And I was not up for that. I think I was 47 years old. At the time, I'm only 47 and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It was eight years ago, but yeah, you haven't yeah. aged a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. No worries. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely knew it was me and I had to take responsibility for it. And it was the most empowering thing I could do. And it certainly led to like masses of transformation for me um, going forward. Yeah. It took a lot okay. of therapy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Like 18 months, two years. Yeah, to actually unpack all my shit. Yeah. 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 And what did you get from that? What did you find out? No connection was a big thing you already mentioned. Yeah, well, we all hold <clears throat> we all hold um, traumas, childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. Most of our um, patterns that are created for our life are from, they say, zero to 10. It could be zero to 15 or 20. Nobody gets out of childhood unscathed. No one gets out of, yeah, unscathed. Um, So basically, yeah, that's, uh, it was, that's pretty much what therapy is, is going back in and looking at that stuff, um, unpacking it, nurturing it, making sense of it, and then, um, I guess, becoming whole again or working towards being my whole self again without those patterns it's amazing actually we are dr joe dispenza would say we're just a skin bag walking around with a ton of repeating patterns from our childhood and we think we're free 
and I wasn't free. Yeah, I've also heard like Carl Jung say that um, 95% of the thoughts you'll have today are exactly the same as the thoughts you had yesterday. Isn't that fascinating? And the day before that and the day before that. So we are, we're just kind of on repeat unless we find a way to slow down and actually bring out and look at and understand how we operate, how, we, how we're experiencing life. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You touched on an interesting thing about um, fulfillment, you know, in your relationship and just not being fulfilled. So, like, when you're using tips and tricks, I think that's often a common, mm. common theme is that maybe you'll get things to work for mm. a bit, mm. but ultimately it's sort of like – I remember you saying this, and I've had this experience too. How often do you have a breakup and one of the first feelings you feel is relief? <laughs> yeah. You're sad and yeah. you're upset and it's the last thing you want, but there's a part of you that goes, <sighs> Yeah, that's a really good point. Like I, I definitely had that. go for yeah. a second. Because we're managing stuff. We're managing. That's the tips and tricks. What am I going to use now? What do I need here? What, what do I need yeah. there? What does he need me to be? What does yeah. she need me to be? What, yeah. How do I how do I keep them happy? How do I yeah. exhausting exhausting? Yeah, and that there's no fulfillment in that. I don't think. No, no. So for me, fulfillment. I think fulfillment for me comes when one. I'm coming from a place of love, not fear. So, again, that's to say what we said at the start of the podcast. I'm not running away from something. I'm running towards something. Mm, mm. As long as I'm running away from something, um, and in a relationship it might be I'm running away from this relationship breaking up. I don't want this to break up. I'm going to do everything I can to save this relationship. There will never be fulfillment there. There's only going to be not break up. That's the only thing that can happen is you can not break up, but there won't be anything um, generated or created out of it. No. So fulfillment comes when I'm running towards something and then it comes when I feel fully aligned and alignment is something that has really been big for me this last mm. year and it's mm. still something I'm, you know, I feel like alignment is tuning. It's like I'm tuning a guitar, I'm tuning my body, I'm tuning my mind. Well, to who you are. To who That's I right. am. Yeah, because when you're in the most alignment with who you truly are, not your patterns and your tips and tricks, but who's underneath. Yeah. That's when shit starts working out. The doors start opening. The universe aligns with you. When no you're exhaustion. Aligned. No exhaustion. Yeah. Um, Lots of cake. Yeah. <laughs> we'll speak more of cake in the we later episode. I just wanted to bring up cake. For, <laughs> for Nathan. We saw cake before and it looked really good. Yeah, um, yeah so alignment. Alignment yeah. for me is what creates fulfillment. And what's fulfillment? That It's when I'm aligned with who I am deep down and then I'm speaking and taking the actions in alignment with that towards something that I want to create, that I'm excited about, that I want to love. And as that creation unfolds, I experience fulfillment within that. Oh, man, but that's a, it's scary to do that, right? This is I've actually been oh, yeah. on this trip for the last few years yeah. of trying to speak my truth which is of alignment. Well, that, and that might be one part of it. Yeah. It's like how do you show the world who you really are? Yeah, because that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. For me, I had some practice but being gay. It's like I had to confront very early yeah. on in my life, do you want to show the world the real you or do you want to hide and never be happy? <laughs> so it was a tough decision but, you know, chose the former. But then I'm going through another layer like you are, which yeah. is like, who am I deep down and who do I want the world to see and what's a, what's really important to me that I want to share, that feels like another coming out, another version of Oh, totally. Out. Yeah. 
that is actually it's very relatable to because I've watched you go through that process of coming out mm. and actually I've felt like that myself as I start sharing more of because what it is it's our inner thoughts it's it's our inner desires our inner um, being that we want to share with the world but it for some reason it feels very scary or it has done for me mm. I did 365 daily lives a couple of years ago. Um, that was an exercise of me just trying to speak my more of my truth. And there was days that I just spoke about the weather or, you know, luckily my children would be in the video, so um, it was very easy just to talk about something. My shortest video was like 60 seconds and my longest one was probably four or five minutes when I actually did have something to share, but it was it was quite a long process. And then I noticed after that I spent the next year not talking about anything. Mm. So it is quite vulnerable. I do. Well, it is for me anyway. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up there because we've covered mm. a lot. But hopefully this gives you an overview of us, what we're passionate about, mm. uh, transformation, and trying to bring you – you know, Jason and I are really trying not to be pretentious or – we're not even trying. I just don't think that's who we are. We want to show you the real us, what our struggles are, what we're still going through, mm. use ourselves as examples, but really to encourage you um, and allow you to be a part of a conversation around transformation and, and really shifting your life, transforming your life to, to create what you really want. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot more of these conversations. We're going to try and do this every week. We'd love you to be a part of it and keep joining us. Yeah, and we want to be your greatest advocates for what you want to achieve and who you want to be. We want to kind of shine a light in those areas so that you feel it's achievable as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So thanks, guys. Have an amazing week, and we'll see you next Tuesday. See ya. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 